Welcome to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Give us a text 0457 736 736. Ask us your finals footy questions, thoughts on the matches this weekend, who can win it, who's, you know, maybe just making up the numbers. We want to hear all of your opinions, 0457 736 736. Give us a follow at Captain's Run NRL on Twitter and follow at SEN League on Instagram and TikTok. We're also giving away four general admission tickets to this year's Bathurst 1000 with exclusive access to the ultimate viewing area at the Barbecue Galore Steakhouse for Friday and Saturday, October 6th and 7th. The first person to answer this question on the next text line will get the tickets. Which driver has won the most Bathurst 1000 races? The first person to text the answer to that question on 0457 736 736 will get the tickets. That is right. Which driver has won the most Bathurst 1000 races? I've got the uh, the great Smitty there. How you going, brother? I'm good, mate. Can I give that answer now? Uh, or should we wait? Hey, listen. If there's one <laughs> bloke that doesn't need free tickets, it's Smithers <laughs> up on the Gold Coast. Jeez Louise. Mate, I'll tell you what. I, I, I've never been to the great race. No way. Never been. And I am a massive, massive rev head. I, I love the supercars. You're holding off forward. Holding off forward. Oh, mate, I'm holding. Okay. Okay. I'm holding all the way. Oh wow! All, all right. the way, mate. I've still got I've still got me me original car, which is a '71 Kingswood. Oh, okay. Look, holding there. Yeah. So I'm going to be impressed with you, but I don't know what that is. But mate, um, <laughs> it's unfortunate because there's no more. There's no hold. There's, there's no holdings in the in the supercars anymore, mate. I'll be honest. They're, they're Camaros. As a non-car guy, it even hurt my feelings with the, the no holding. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much it means to Australia. I know. I know. <laughs> it really did, mate. How's the week been? Um. Yeah, it's I'm I'm okay now. Look, my boys went down. Let's get it out of the way, Kempy. Um, what happened? They went, they went down big time. Which boys? Uh, Melbourne Storm. Oh, Melbourne Storm. Yeah, they <laughs> they, they 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 went down big time, and we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But um, no, I'm okay now. I was a little bit down across the weekend, particularly with with Paps. Mm, yeah, little absolutely. Pappy um, getting injured. That just. That was a that was an awful moment, and you could feel everyone in the crowd as well. Um, pro Broncos, of course, mm. but it was just a, a a terrible feeling around the entire stadium. Um, it's uncool last weekend, but uh, no, I'm feeling good now. I, I'm back. You're I'm back? back. It took me a couple of days. I, I, I struggled, you know, in the mornings to get up out of bed, and you know, I was just I was very very unenergetic. Yeah. But I'm good. I've got I've got the bounce back today because the captain's run is is on and the storm are playing again this weekend. So I'm I'm up and about. Yeah, and funnily enough, even when you're playing footy, it's usually the yeah. Monday, Tuesday you're all down. And by the time you get to Wednesday, you're like, you know what? Got another opportunity to right a wrong yes. from last week, and you get back yep. up for it, uh, yep. mate. Uh, funnily enough, and it must be just a coincidence. I've been doing backflips out of bed since last weekend. Backflips, and I've never done Why? a backflip because uh, the mighty Bronx put on one of the famous victories. It's so funny because going into this game, there was so much talk about being scarred, and I spoke about it on my podcast. They didn't yeah. understand. It's it's myself and my generation that are scarred, not this generation. We're the ones that are going, yes. oh, my God, how yes. do you beat the storm? Whereas this young generation, they haven't experienced it. Yes. I'm, mate, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and they come out and spoke about that, didn't they, in yeah. the lead up to it? They just said, nah, well, what, what do you mean? What hoodoo? It doesn't phase us. Mm. Like yep. Reese Walsh was talking about it and a couple of the other boys and – yeah, even Adam Reynolds, right? So he's been around during that period where, you know, Storm have dominated Broncos, but he wasn't a part of it really. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he just – and he – both of those players we just mentioned come out and that played the absolute house down. Mm. Um, 
But well done. Congratulations, Kempi. Congratulations. Thank Big you. win first up. Huge step towards a possible, possible, I'll, I'll say, um, position in the grand final. Oh, fingers crossed. Now, you can say the winner now, uh, Smithy. We've got some texts, thousand texts in. Have you got them in front of you by any well, chance? Well, so have we Have we had someone text in already? Yeah, they're, the they're streaming in. Are they, are they not right. turning up for you? Right. Most wins. Most wins at Bathurst, okay? The great Peter Brock. King of the mountain. He won nine. So that is our winner. Who do we? Who is our? Are we announcing a winner? Yeah, are we so calling the, the winner? So can we? Can be the first text that came in. No name on it, but it ended in zero uh, six one. So I've got your details saved here, and you'll get a text later on in the day don't, with all the details. Yeah, don't give don't don't give the entire number out. No, because it just ends with zero six one. Punished <laughs> <laughs> by all the other people that text in. <laughs> oh mate, I actually they want the tickets, mate. I accidentally gave my phone number out. Uh, what? One, yeah, one captain's run, and I was getting smashed with footy questions on my personal number. I was like, oh god. Oh no. Um. Anyway, since you changed the number. Uh, no, no, no. no. Hey, all lovely people listen to the captain's run. I said, look, yeah, this is my personal people. numbers. Um, yeah. mate, we've got some big news. Uh, over overnight, and I yes. will say, we make an effort to stay away from topics like this because it has nothing to do with rugby league. It's it's not the end of the world. It's he said, she said. It's it's nonsense, mm. to be honest. It's utter nonsense. But I think that, you know, it comes a time where you've probably just got to say something. The, the trail over, overnight, it's come out. I think it's on 2GB radio. Um, mm. They took a caller basically saying that Latrell said that he wouldn't be taking photos with the kid, um, that a kid went over whilst Latrell was down at the footy on the weekend and, you know, asked... <clears throat> Asked Latrell for a photo and some signature, and Latrell, you know, reportedly said, "No, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take any photos." And you know, basically, the caller said he said, "Go away." Latrell has since come out and said, "I never said go away. I said mm-hmm. I just want to watch this game or I just want to do this or that. But if you yep. come up after, I'll take care of it." Yep. And um, I just thought, look, I feel like it's just getting out of hand, Smithy. Like, what, yeah. what are we doing here? Talking about Latrell Mitchell while we got these incredible finals games going on about something from a random yep. caller? Well, it's just slow news day, obviously. Um, and you know, I, you and I both know Latrell Mitchell. Um, and he, he's, n- I've never ever seen him around, you know, a, a group of fans and particularly kids and, and not be, you know, giving of his time. And if he, if he's asked, you know, the, the, the child to, um, to come back later, I don't see any issue with that. Like, and I, I don't think he's going to say, look, go away, just flat stick, go away. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to give you a photo or not going to have a photo with you, not going to give you a signature. Um, you know, and as he, he's come out and, and said, like, like I, did, I didn't say that. I said, look, mate, I want to watch this game. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll come and see you afterwards, which is, I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Like, if, if, you're, there, if you're there to watch a game and you, and you want to see, you know, a particular team play, or he might be there seeing a, a, a friend or a particular family member play a game of football, and that's that's fair enough. Like mm. that's that's his time, and and like w- w- I think we acknowledge as well, Kempi, that like as part of being an NRL player, there's there's obviously fans and particularly young fans, kids, they look up to guys like Latrell Mitchell, and they and they they want to go over and get photos and all that sort of stuff. But you know, I don't think there's an issue if Latrell has said, "Mate, I'm watching this footy game. As soon as it finishes, I'll get a photo." I don't think there's any issue with that. Oh, absolutely, really. Not. Mate, and the thing that, you know, some may not realize with a guy like Latrell is that if he says yes to those kids to get a photo, guess what happens? He gets swarmed 
by everyone else sitting around thinking, oh, okay, now this is the time to go and ask for the photo. Whereas, Yeah, it's open slather. Yeah. Whereas Latrell, having been a superstar for so many years, he understands that I need to set aside time where I'm free, where I'm not getting interrupted. He's actually doing the kid more of a favor because I bet you any money if the kid did come back at the end of that you know, time that he said, he would actually be fully engaged with the kids. I mean, are we forgetting it was like, what, a month ago that he was you know, out the country footy, you know, in the, in the crowd with the fans – you know, celebrating uh, when they played the Tigers, I'm pretty sure. Are we, well, there's literally footage of him going out of his way. Uh, anyway, I, I just think that, uh, put it this way, would we be even taking that caller on and making this a story if his name wasn't Latrell Mitchell? No. Like, come on. No, no, no. And, and it's an unfortunate thing, right? Like it's, it's tall poppy syndrome. He's a flavour of the, of the month of late, um, given, you know, the, the things happening at, at the Rabbitohs and – He's been in the headlines a lot of the time, so he's it's clickbait, mate. Absolutely, clickbait. Clickbait. I don't like it. I don't like it. And, um, yeah. and you know, like all I can, all we can comment on is our interactions with with Latrell and the times we've seen him with fans. Um, you know, and he's and he's always very giving of his time. I'll reiterate what I said. If he wanted to go there and watch a game of football, and he's asked the you know the the the, the the child to come back after the game was finished, then, you know, I don't see any issue with that. He's there for a reason to watch a game of football and watch someone in particular. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking someone just to come back a little bit later. Mm. And look, you can criticize, you know, Latrell's on-field stuff and, you know, basically the way he plays, the season he's had. You can talk about all that. One thing that in my experience with Latrell you can say, is he a top five fullback? You can have that argument all day. What I will say is he's as good as any NRL player I've ever seen when it comes to fans and mm. especially kids uh, when he's on these fan days, when he's, you know, at the Rabbitohs. Ask the Rabbitohs fans, you know, at training and that. They would tell you a totally different story. So I just thought it's worth, you know, kind of, like, guess, speaking about it and letting people yeah. know, like, this is – Latrell is definitely not the guy. There's plenty of blokes that you would put forward before Latrell when it comes to dealing with – fans and engaging, you know, the younger audience yep. than Latrell. Kemper, you see it after games, mate. Like, he, he goes out and plays a game of football and then he's one of the last to leave. Like, when he walks around the stadium and, you know, high-fives people, get, gets photos and see autographs and all that sort of stuff. So, I, I just think this is a, um, yeah, just a bit of clickbait, I reckon. Now... Let's talk about finals or week one, which what we wish we could have sp- started speaking oh. about it, but we're here now. We're here now. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, finals week one, Smithy. What was your biggest takeaway from week one of the finals? Oh, the top two. Yeah, top two. Broncos and Penrith. Just, I think there's a gap between those two sides and the rest right now. Um, that and the, the, the classic between the Raiders and the Knights. Mm-hmm. Sunday Arvo, what a game that was. Wow. Um, just, the, the, well, the scenes at the ground, um, the fight that the Raiders put up. Now, I'll, I'll put my hand up. I, I thought they were going to get hammered. Yeah, me too. I thought they were going to get hammered. But, geez, they, they took it to the to the Knights. And they had a couple of big names out as well, Canberra. They did yep. it without them. Um, and I actually think a, a couple of their younger guys, they stood up and played exceptionally well. They were some of the mm. best players on the field. Yeah. But the Knights, they found a way. It was after that little, well, can we say biting now that Jack got suspended? <laughs> <laughs> that biting incident, that's when Newcastle, that's, that's well, they, they grew a leg, didn't they? Yeah. 
And they end up scoring, what, four tries after that. And they come home like a freight train. Classic finish, extra time. It's what finals are about. So that was for me, mate. So the top two, the performances by both Penrith and the Broncos and that classic on Sunday afternoon in Newcastle. Mate, it might sound boring, and I know fans are so sick of hearing it, but what I took from it is defence. You know, it just shows you that... The big ones? They're they're huge ones. I mean, Mm. the Roosters had no right to even get close to winning that game, but because they've had good defence at least for the last 6 to 12 weeks, let's say 6 weeks, their defence won them that game, and it's like there's no two ways about it. Like, there's genuinely no two ways about it. Their attack was, you know, bang average, to be honest. It was like bottom eight attack. But their defence is so strong and they're so experienced. Then you look at the Broncos, you know, the first 20 minutes or maybe the first 30 minutes, uh, or maybe there was a 20-minute period where the Storm really had them on the ropes. Few opportunities came up. The defence of the Broncos held strong, which eventually got them those points in the end. You look at um, You look at Panthers – their ability just to control the game, like 63% of possession in the first like 30 to 40 minutes. Yep. Yep. It's, um, that's, and that's, you know, it goes to show where they're at at the moment. Like those, those best two teams, they, mm. um, they, they just control every facet of the game. Mm. They can, and, and by doing that, they control the opposition. So like that Penrith game, that Penrith Warriors game, oh. like Warriors were, they, they actually didn't play poorly. Yeah. They didn't play poorly at all, but they were just given no opportunity to play football in attacking positions on the field. Every time they were given the football, they were handed the football by Penrith inside their own 10. Mm-hmm. So they, they were working their way off their trial line pretty much the whole time. Um, and hence the, the score line and the victory. Like They did it quite comfortably in the end, Penrith. Which is why I look at I look at this competition, Kempi, and just go, after that match, I'm like, wow. I was impressed by the Broncos with the way they played. It was two very different styles of footy. Yeah. That the Broncos, the way the Broncos played and the way Penrith played, right? So Broncos come out and they, they blew the storm off the field early. They were physical. They were upbeat. They had plenty of intent with their carries and their tackling. Um, and they just, they out-muscled Melbourne. And in some ways, they, they, they bullied and intimidated them, mm. which is why I think they were so off their game, Melbourne. You see them got caught. You know, did you see Harry Grant and like Cam Munster? They got caught up in a bit of push and shove and a few little, you know, melees here and there. Yeah. Um, it was because, you know, they their, their feathers got ruffled by the Broncos. Mm. So it was a pretty good tactic that they brought into that game. Whereas when you look at Penrith, they um, they what they do is they just – they have this game plan and they just slowly go to work mm. and they slowly just strangle you and smother you and just grind you into the ground. And all of a sudden, when you look up at the scoreboard, you're like, oh, geez, 18 nil, 24 nil. Like, like, how are we going to peg this back? We yeah. can't. And, uh, like the thing with Penrith games as well is they almost play chicken with you of daring you like, let's see who breaks first. We know that yeah. eventually... Yeah. We believe that you don't have the mental toughness to go 80 minutes with us. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's honestly incredible to watch because, you know, interestingly, they're not necessarily a boring side to watch either, though. Like, they still produce some really great highlight reel stuff, but they're just so clinical. And there's almost – there's emotion in it, for sure, but they're just they're, – they're hard to – they don't engage in a lot of the, the back and forth. They might – you know, when they score a try, they might point in that, but – yeah. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of a time over the weekend, especially where they were pushing and shoving, or you know, 
all ins, people running in from this, you know, from the wing or whatever. I didn't, mm. I can't really recall that happening often with the the Panthers and the Warriors did try to get aggressive in that first twenty. Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. I I, I can't recall a time where there was any type of you know argy bargy push and shove that type of stuff. Mm. Um, they like I said, that's what that's what I said. They're very like professional in the way they go about their business. Mm. They just they they get out there and it's and it's and it's not just a game of footy to them. Like it is, it's like they've got a job to do and they have something to achieve that afternoon in that eighty minutes. And they just go they just go about their business and get it done. They do what they have to do. Mm. You know what I mean? And you know they 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 layer up a bit when they score tries and all that sort of stuff. And I think it, you know at times when you see a lot of, a bit of emotion from them is you know if they get an opposition player bundle him into touch, they might get around each other and, mm. you know, sort of beat each other's chest and back slap and high five and all that sort of business. But they just, they are a, what they are, they are a ruthless outfit. Yeah. They don't give you, they don't give you, a, you know, a whole bunch of emotion outside of, you know, the, when they're in those moments, those big moments, scoring tries and if they come up with a big defensive play. But outside of that, they just, they get out there and they just get their role done. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. They don't bother with any of the other stuff. Yeah, they just go and play footy and get their jobs done. Yeah, especially you know you look at Leota and, and Fisher Harris. You would expect them, and I think even maybe four or five years ago, they probably would be in the niggle and they would be pushing and shoving. And, and it's not to mm. say that they aren't hyper aggressive. It's not mm. to say that they don't sometimes you know push push the line in some of their contact. But I, you rarely see Fisher Harris or Leota you know, in those kind of battles, which is mm. just shows you how professional they are. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to uh, review the seasons for the Sharkies and the Raiders, discuss NRL's potential new contract model and preview week two of the finals.